Do you have a favorite movie FX? Maybe you have more than one. Most people do. You know what I mean? It's that sequence you could watch over and over again without getting tired of watching it. Do you wonder what the CG Bros favorites are? Well, today you're in luck because in this episode, number 2148, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be telling you all about them. When they answer the commonly asked question, what are your favorite movie FX? On the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Welcome to the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us today. In today's episode, we're going to be answering a question from a fan, Bianca C. from Chino Hills, California, that she submitted on our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com. Uh, this is a sister topic, actually, to what we discussed in last week's podcast, 2147, about what are the best CGI moments in film. And today, we will again be showing some specific examples as we discuss her question, what are your favorite movie effects? So be sure to stay till the end of the podcast, where we'll be reading a few comments from uh, some of our wonderful fans, just like you. And who knows, we may be even reading your comment today. I'm Bill Johnston, one of your hosts for this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And I'm his little bro, Sean Johnston, the other. Not so little, but together we are the CG Bros. So let's uh, jump right in, Sean. What, uh, where are we headed today? Well, today, you know, I, can't, can't, I took this subject in a different way, I think, uh, than maybe you did. I was thinking, okay, let's talk about maybe just effects as opposed to visual effects, um, you know, using CGI imagery. So I kind of wanted to go from that perspective of things. And then I came also, uh, you know, a lot of people probably, um, and you included, our, our wonderful fan, uh, you don't know the difference between, let's say, special effects versus visual effects versus FX versus, you know, practical effects. What, what are those different things? So I kind of want to just break it down real quick, if I could, and maybe you can corroborate this as well, uh, Bill. Okay. Um, special effects uh, are basically practical or physical effects. Um, they're broken down into either mechanical effects or optical effects. And, and it's anything really physically or tangibly you can add in a camera to achieve um, a condition or shot that would naturally, uh, wouldn't naturally occur on its own. And this can be anything from, like, for example, a fog machine uh, rolling into a shot, explosive, strategically placed in the desert to go off, uh, let's say, during a war scene. So those are the things that are usually accomplished during the live-action shooting. And so uh, optical effects are techniques in which uh, images or films or, or frames are created uh, photographically, either in camera using different multiple exposures or mats like we had discussed before, or even what uh, I, I'm, I'm going to show you some examples of are the uh, Schuften process or um, you know, post-processing using an optical printer um, with maybe you know, place actors or sets against a different background, background using uh, mirrors in specific ways. Um, visual effects uh, is basically came up during you know, CGI, uh, the era of CGI. And so that's kind of used in that terminology. Uh, did I kind of hit that right, Bill? Yeah, you did. Very, very good. And I, I, I actually took a took attack of, you know, you're taking kind of attack of, of what, are you, what are your favorite special effects. I, I took the attack of, since I'm a, an effects guy, I really enjoy destruction. And, and that was probably evident in the last podcast. Uh, and I, so I focused on, on some things that uh, involve, you know, creature animation and destruction and, and fire and explosions and mayhem and 
that kind of thing. So well, uh, we should have a pretty 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 nice mix of, of uh, samples for for you to see today. Right, and we'll have the different. We'll be able to have the different uh, aspects of those different uh, things. So, uh, did you want to start first, or I can actually go into? I, it's really interesting. I didn't know this, and I did this actually doing some research on Metropolis, one of the my favorite um, effects um, heavy films from 1927. That particular film, I think, I never really saw the movie. Uh, it was in, in German, so I didn't really get a chance to, to, to watch that. But while I was researching that one, I do have an example of that one, which I, I'll show you in a minute. But the I, I didn't realize that the the first known special effects shot uh, was uh, that is attributed to in 1895 with the uh, execution of Mary Queen of Scots. Did we show this one before? No, we didn't. But I, I think that involves a decapitation. Uh, so kids, yes, uh, and it, sure it, it's a dummy. Just so you guys know, it's a dummy. It's not real, and it's very, very grainy. And it's an 18-second-long mm-hmm. film that was produced actually by Thomas Edison uh, and directed by Alfred uh, Clark. So the, execu- the executioner lifts his axe, ready to bring it down. And after that, they did a, a technique at that point where they just paused the film, you know, stopped it. And then they went ahead and froze themselves, put a dummy in there and just let the, the dummy, uh, you know, the axe come down on the dummy's head. So let me just show you that real quick. I think they use that me. to kind of affect uh, special effect uh, the extensively first one? in I, Dr- I Dream of Genie. <laughs> yes. Th- boy, does that happen a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. So let me know when you're ready to go, and I'll just show yeah, that. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, here we go. So it gets very, very grainy, of course. And she leans down, puts her arms back behind, and then for some reason the head's... The, the funny thing about this particular image, I'm, or this video I'm watching, film was the fact that her head is faced down and then the dummy's head is faced up. It, or it looks like it's faced up the wrong way in that, in that shot. That's well, where's pretty, the director for consistency? I know, tell you. Right? <laughs> that's right. So, well, that's how, that's the same. Sean, I'll tell you, that still happens today. I think in Game of Thrones, there was, uh, in one of the last, last episodes, they kind of got so relaxed that they actually filmed a Starbucks cup on, on, in one of the scenes of the medie- one of the medieval scenes. And they actually had to, had to, uh, paint mask it out. It out. Yep. Paint it out afterwards. That's, that's fantastic. Um, okay. So that, that was, like I mentioned before, 1927 Metropolis directed by Fritz Lang, of course, a German name, right? Uh, yeah, there's, a, well, there's, I, I, I've got one that we can go show ahead. it kind of, kind of, kind of dovetails a little bit on, on our, uh, on our last podcast, uh, it was it's a it's a matrix matrix effect. Uh, let me go ahead and, and uh, show you that right now. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, I love that behind you. Oh, it's oh, let me show. I shrink myself. So this is when the uh, the uh, trucks collide together, and you see the shock wave just going uh, through the trucks. Just amazing, and this is a version of the, of the the the, uh, the same shot that was in the first Matrix film where they're they're battling each other face to face, Smith and 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 uh, Neo, mm-hmm. kind of that three sixty effect. Yeah, that's that was uh, that's a pretty impressive shot. I love that. Oh, I remember, I mean, and you can see that what's really kind of cool about this is is as it's 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 all done in slow motion, and you can actually see the fire ignite underneath the truck just after after it collides as the as the shock wave is going through it. Of right course, down the, at the bottom nice. where the engines are, you can see it ignite. <laughs> see that? Yes. Very cool. And the green hue, of course. 
And you can obviously tell that these guys are CG guys, but it's nice that they had interactive lighting. It was all kind of new at the time. How interesting in that shot, Bill, if you look at it, the green um, through the entire shot, they're all green until the explosion and look at the color. Yeah, it's very monochrome. Of, of their faces and their bodies actually react to the color. Look at this. I won't say anything. I like to make special effects sounds while I'm watching these things. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They're in color now. So very cool. Great shot. That is really fantastic. Well, the practical effects uh, that I really was impressed with, again, was uh, Metropolis 1927. And they had a mechanical robot outfit created um, for the actress in the movie. And uh, I wanted to show that that shot. I think there's a lot of uh, homage paid to this shot, too, or this movie, I should say. So check this out. I kind of edited it a little bit so you can kind of see that almost looked like uh, Lelu from uh, The Fifth Element in that. I bet you they used that, that very uh, same type of uh, uh, reference for that, for that film. This, I thought, was pretty well done where they've got the, the beams and then the electricity drawn over. Um, going and then really nice about this particular um, outfit for this. I, I thought for the time, 1927, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, the design is amazing. I mean, it's, it, it rivals stuff today. Actually. It really does. It almost kind of reminds me of you know the creature from the Black Lagoon, how it still holds up after all this time. But looking through this, when when the, they do some really nice effects in this movie, like I, I was explaining um, uh, the Schuften effect, and I'll show that in this next slide after this. But I love the fact that, that, that it just blends very, very nicely, fades in to the actress. Um, and I'm not going to spoil it, but later on in the movie, you actually get to see that uh, robot walk, which is really, really cool as well. You know, what's interesting is she's a female. And mostly, uh, you know, you, uh, androids that you see are, 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 have been male traditionally. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh, this particular one is the talk, what I was talking about, the shift in effect where they use a mirror at a 45 degree angle and they're shooting a, um, a camera at it and they etch out or they cut out a part that's transparent where the actors are behind there and it looks like they're part of the scene. It's a really cool effect that's even used today in, in, in movies too. So it's a, it's a well-known, really fun effect to use that mirror like that way. It's, uh, it's great. Very cool, very cool. Well, my next, uh, my next clip is... Uh from uh, the movie Battleship. Um, I, I, I'm a Battleship fan. And you love that. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, and the reason, there's a couple, several reasons I love it. And this is just the Shredder scene. Um, I, I particularly like the destruction that they, they, they wreak uh, havoc on. They, 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 as they move through the scene, um, they just tear everything up. Lay it uh, on me. It, oh, it's just great. It's just great. Uh, you know, the pyrotechnics are, are fantastic. They're top-notch. As a matter of fact, this movie has so many great effects in it, it was hard to pull one out. But I, I, I like the destruction stuff. And this Shredder's really, uh, you know, encompass that terrible destructive force. That, yeah. This guy thinks he's getting away, but no, the chain whips out from the Shredder and uh, rips the tail off the helicopter. It's pretty, pretty darn impressive. You know, it's interesting. This movie was based on the board game Battleship. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. And as a matter of fact, even the, the alien projectiles that shoots out um, were, were kind of modeled after the markers from the original game. You know, really? The little, you, suck my, you, know, you put the little pins in, and 
that's where that's where the bombs uh, laid oh, when they right. actually hit the ship. They're the same shape. Yeah. Oh, that is great. I, you know what's <laughs> funny? I never noticed that before. Duh. <laughs> that's really cool. So yeah, that's just blasting through the the supports here, and the, the when the the freeway collapses and the cars fall down, it's just it, I'll tell you what the integration and the the realism is just just phenomenal. And I, and the movies, you know, not that great a movie. I mean, it's a B movie, but uh, it's still you it's know, still quite enjoyable. It's funny every time it's on, I watch it. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So okay, well, let me get to yeah, mine. Yeah. Uh, 1958. We're going back. Directed uh, The Fly, the original 1958 directed, um, starring uh, Patricia Owens and David uh, Hedison that you remember from uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Yes, and if you've never seen The Fly, the original version, it's, it's worth a Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon to watch that. It's, it's really well done. Yeah, I, I, I thought uh, it, was, it still holds up after all this time. It was directed by Kurt Newman. Um, so check check this out. This is a this is one of my favorite scenes. And Vincent Price. Yeah, and Vincent Price. This is the big reveal when he when he runs through the machine again to see if he can get back his his arm and his face. It will be all right now. I know it's working. <laughs> Look at it. it. Looks great. Ah, yes, yes. That's how bugs see. Uh, that was kind of unique at the time, you know, from a bug's point of view. Yeah. Anyway, fantastic shot. I thought that that always terrified me when I first saw that because it's funny. They, they said that um, a lot of people misremember that movie, think it was, it was actually released in black and white, but it wasn't. It was actually color. So um, was that the Mandela effect? People believe thing they've seen something that uh, actually didn't wasn't the re- original. The well, you know, especially when the, when they're all used to watching you know different monster movies, they're all in black and white. <laughs> they were, you know, except for I think that was probably one of the one of the first ones that were actually in color. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of kind of hooked me as well as a kid watching that, just how amazingly vibrant it was because I think the color is just really beautiful in that in that picture. Um, it's funny that that actual movie when it was released in New Zealand. Was given a, uh, a restriction of uh, restricted for 16 rating. Um, that to me, I remember just watching that over and over when it was on TV. And I know you watched it with me, but uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, it was actually given. Well, actually, given that restriction. And also, another kind of funny thing is uh, in the scene where the fly uh, with Andre's head and arms caught in the spider's web at the end. Mm-hmm. A small animatronic figure actually was moving the head and arm uh, used in that scene in the spider's web. And Vincent Price and Herbert Marshall, those two actors in, at the end, um, remembered that filming, uh, that scene required multiple takes because each time uh, Vincent Price and Marshall looked at that animatronic mm-hmm. figure with a human head and insect body, they, they just kept laughing. They burst out laughing constantly. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's awesome. that over and over. Well, my uh, my next uh, uh, choice is uh, that I share is from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, what is it? Land's End. Uh, I think that's the, the or World's End. Excuse me, World's End. And this is just a beautiful one of the. This is this is a classic classic shot. Let me go ahead and, and uh, play it for you. It's yeah. about the, as the captain is is coming down the the the, the ship and and oh, let me move this down a little bit. That looks great. There you go. But it's it's just total destruction, and you can see him as he's walking calmly through. He realizes that okay, he's defeated, and 
uh, he just starts, you know, you know, the mast falls and he, he says, oh, okay, it's over. And so he goes, okay, I got to go meet my fate. And he starts, but look at all that just destruction around him. And I was thinking to myself, you know, how is he not getting hit in the face by any of this? But if you look really closely, he, his body actually, a couple actually ricochet off his body. Uh, but they did a great job of compositing here, and and that's actually a CG guy walking down the steps there. You never know it. Yeah, they project. They did a projection uh, wow. map map on on a character and and moved him around, and that's how yeah they're getting all that stuff ma- masked out. They did. But that look at all that destruction. It's just it, gorgeous. It great picture, um, great great shot. That actually was used in Inception as well when they're sitting down in the cafe scene. Very very similar to that, yeah, where things are just blowing up uh, around them. I'm not going to show it, but. Yeah, that, that's a great scene. I love that. Well, let's right. see. I'm going to move on it up to mine. Uh, of course, Jaws, uh, the animatronic shark. Uh, when when Quint gets devoured, that's one of my favorite um, movies of all time. Is Jaws terrifying? Obviously, when I when we first saw that. A little bit of uh, trivia about that. Um, that. Uh, Robert Shaw, the actor Quint, and Richard Dreyfuss couldn't, couldn't stand each other, on the, uh, and they argued all the time on the set, which uh, actually resulted in some really good tension shots between Hooper and uh, Quint. And I uh, thought that was an interesting uh, kind of uh, dynamic that they had, and you really can tell in, in some of the scenes there that they seem really, I mean, obviously they're both great actors. And um, so let me show you my favorite, one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, it's kind of that cool that, uh, the the, the, that like that. I mean, I still think that holds up. Oh, I agree. And you know, it's kind of nice about the, some of these uh, films, Sean, is they is they don't they don't need CGI. They don't need huge CGI. But it's uh, not to say that the animatronic didn't cost anything. Screaming, but it's probably the most terrifying scream that I've heard. It's it's uh, it's it's agonizing. Russell's acting is so good. Oh, don't don't get in there. Oh, well, once it cut your leg, it's all over. <laughs> yeah, this was oh, a great good. movie. I think, uh, in all sense of the, you know, they, they, there, from what I understand, <laughs> they had quite a bit of trouble. They're actually going to make uh, it more bloody than that. Actually, they were going to make it a lot more bloody than that. They ended up not doing it because they wanted to keep their PG-13 rating. Fantastic, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely nice. Oh. Last thing about that thing, uh, on August 19, 2017, uh, 42 years after that movie um, brought the story of the USS Indianapolis to light, you know, when they were talking about it um, before the, the, the following day when they get actually they go after the shark, um, Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen actually located the wreck of the U.S. Indianapolis in the Philippine Sea at a depth of over 18,000 feet. That almost sounds like uh, who's the guy that uh, that did uh, Titanic? Uh, land, land. Uh, the actual captain. I'm not sure who that who that guy was. I don't know who that is. Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, mine is continuing along. Uh, my next one's continuing in the, in the vein of destruction and, and creatures. Uh, this is from uh, the Transformers: uh, Dark Side of the Moon. This is the. Uh, what they call the driller, and of course, it's it's more building destruction and creature, uh, you know, mech animation. And I, I really find that appealing. Uh, the, the level of detail is just stunning. I mean, you know, it's, it's really hard to to pick the, my favorite moments because there's 
<laughs> all the movies are so full of them today. But this was a particularly uh, beautiful scene for me. Yeah, that that's uh, a fantastic shot. Is that? Um, are they using Houdini to do that? You think? Uh, oh, most likely, most likely. Yeah. Isn't everything Houdini? You know, it's funny that they, they that, that to Michael Bay conceived of this driller's destruction uh, in the skyscraper scene while doing stomach crunch exercises. Oh, that's hilarious. And, he, and in the movie, period, they had uh, 400 or 500, I think it's actually 500, over 500 vehicles are destroyed in the film. Um, and you say, well, you know, how, do they, how do they afford to do that? Um, it, it seems that there was an insurance company uh, gave, gave them the vehicles at no charge. I guess, you know, just to kind of get rid of them because they're all flood damaged uh, due to, due to uh, one of the big, a big storm down there. So. Wow, that's that. That is a nice scene. Just a beautiful, beautiful scene. That 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 driller has over seventy thousand uh, meshes. Make that up. Seventy thousand parts, moving parts. The organicness of that is is great. Yeah, they took a took a lesson from uh, Matrix uh, Part Three, I think. Well, let's see. I, then my my next one. There's so many. I mean, obviously Star Wars. Um, the Howling was one of them. I was going to include that today. Um, Rick Baker, um, special effects creator, won um, you know seven Academy Awards, and he couldn't work on the Howling at that time. Great werewolf movie, just highly recommend it. When I first saw that, when I was sixteen, I or what was I fifteen, sixteen, somewhere around there, I just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, the the effects were the same ones that were used in well, similar because Rod uh, Rob Botton was his understudy, who ended up. Um, doing all the work on the howling and Rick, Rick Baker actually went on to work on American werewolf in London uh, and did his work there. Very, very similar work on um, the on-screen transformations of the werewolf with pushing out the face and all the, the shakiness and all the uh, thing you saw there was just um, that visceral feeling was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That, that was, uh, that was something else. Uh, the other one I thought uh, needed to be mentioned was Altered States. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That, I've seen that three times. Yeah, that, that uh, to me, I think that scene in the background here, I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, I'm going to go ahead. If you want to go ahead and put me there, I'm going to mute the sound. But this particular scene here, um, I, I think at the end of the movie, obviously AHA copied it for their for their video take on me. But this particular scene, I think, was um, really impressive with the visuals that I had never seen. I've never seen anything like that on his arm that was deforming these, these balls going up and down underneath the skin. And then his, his, the effects that they did um, of the cutout of the body, I thought, was um, on both his wife and William Hurt's character. I thought that was just, I mean, I hadn't seen anything like that at the time. I just thought that was pretty pretty impressive when he was trying to... Um, just smash, smash away, and take, take control of it, of it, so he wasn't going into that altered state and staying there. So that particular yeah, most of that is post processing. Uh, that's how they did those effects back then. But even um, looking at it that way, I mean, it's still. It, I mean, I could see it's still like holding up today. I mean, it looks pretty darn good. It's interesting because it's. I don't. You don't see that a lot. Yeah, that's true. Where it's isolated like that. Well, they don't even use prosthetics anymore. They just they just actually use CG to to. I mean, even even uh, um, in the X Men, you know, the girl that has the the, the skin. Right. They were using actually prosthetics, uh, Rogue, uh, to 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 uh, create those effects, and and now they just use CGI. That's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. 
Um, you want to go to very the next cool. one? Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, so the next one for me, oh God, there's so many of them, uh, is Pacific Rim. I, I really love the the kaijus. I just, I just find them to be, uh, I don't know, you know, we, we've talked about this before where we've grown up with kaijus and, and Godzilla and, 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 and as a matter of fact, um, kaiju is the Japanese word that literally translates to strange beast and the Jaegers are kind of a, a staple Japanese anime as well as the as the kaijus are and so it was really cool to kind of see them put together in in, in the same movie I mean they, they've they've been together in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla but those are dudes in suits so uh, this was just particularly impressive the the, the animation the effects the, the and and, I, and the creature animation this creature uh, I forget what it's called but uh, you actually see the the, mu the muscles spinning around the the bones. It's just mm -hmm. really incredible, uh, and you'll see this uh, coming up. And as, as he runs, you can kind of see the jiggling of the flesh. You know, the the the, the sense of scale is really well maintained in this, and the lighting is just spectacular. Uh, of course, the fluid effects, the 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 particles, just fantastic, uh, all around, all around. This this movie is another one of the. It, it's kind of in the genre of battleship where. The effects are just stunning, but the story is just, you know, okay. Right. Uh, well, this is uh, every, every one of our, our dreams as a kid. This is what we imagined. You know, seeing it, seeing it in, 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 at such a level of realism is really a dream come true, Sean. Uh, a, a childhood fantasy come true. It's just stunning. It really is. Hey, by the way, any... I know you're some people are listening to us on in different, different formats. Uh, if you want to see the, the, what we're showing, uh, just... Uh, make sure you go onto YouTube and check it out because we've actually got these clips and, and we're running them while we're talking. Well, just not anywhere on YouTube. Make sure you go to the CG Bros YouTube channel because that's where it will be. Of course, yes. Thank so, and then here's the pulse me. blaster blowing the guts out of it. Just really, just gorgeous. Destroying the bridge as they run under it, and they, I think his arm comes off here. Blows his arm off. Yeah. Oh. See, look at how it bounces. It actually has mass. It's just. You know, CG guy has really, really made great strides. I have to say, um, and it and it looks so organic, so soft, the flesh, very fleshy. I love that feeling. Exactly, oh, that's great. Exactly. Wow, great, Bill. That that's that's a huge. Yeah, that, that's obviously super impressive, especially the water effects too, because I really like water. So I'm going to go back to mine. I'm going to I'm going to go back to uh, Dragon Slayer. This, to me, uh, directed by Matthew Robbins in 1981, this was one of the things that I, I really impressed me. Is probably one, even going back to, to that time, it holds up. The dragon effects was amazing. Um, the Rith, uh, what is it? The uh, Verith, Marat, uh, Verith, Verith, uh, Verith easy for you to say. Sorry, <laughs> Verith Rax, pejorative. Is, uh, um, that particular dragon was fantastic. Um, it, uh, it, it, to me, it, it, every, every, uh, concept at that point, I think probably in comics and things like that, that's, it translated really, really well. And, and, and it, and it, and it enca encapsulated everything that I had imagined. But, um, this particular, um, was done with, with the stop motion that I hadn't seen. And to me, I didn't realize going through that this is actually the first time that they used, um, go motion in a movie. And that was uh, Phil Tippett actually was was one of the main persons that was consulted on that uh, for the animation on that. So let me show you this particular scene. I'll give you a little example of what I'm talking about. So he's into the, the lair and he's got a weapon he just forged. 
and he's going to go ahead and, and, and fight the dragon. And he doesn't realize it's coming up behind him. And I think this particular dragon just looks so fantastic. This was a really great movie, too. You know, this is when Disney, I think this was a Disney film, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if they were actually, they were behind it, but I wasn't sure if they were actually distributing in the U.S., but, but yeah, this is the first movie that they actually had uh, nudity in it. But, uh, there you go. I mean, this is way before Jurassic Park, so... And this is the, the, uh, the go motion I just thought was so fluid, and the fire effects in here, when he's behind the, uh, the shield that he, he made from her... Um, her oh, the body dragon parts. scale, I mean, yeah. The scales, yeah. I mean, and that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I mean, that even looks like a real, a real lizard. You know, a real dragon. I mean, it's, the it lighting does. is great on it. It does. I thought when it was blowing the, the fire, I mean, it just looks like it's really coming out of its mouth. And so he runs off, and then I'll show you the. There's another shot in here where I mean, look at how smooth that is. Let's go. Oh, when he's crawling through the catacombs, right? Yeah, through the cave structure there. Oh, that is great. And look. That's some it, great animation. When it comes up and it, it just looks so, so good. So realistic at that point. I think uh, one of the shots, the, the, the dragon was about 14 feet tall. One where he, I didn't uh, show the clip, but he jumps on it at the end of the scene on the back of it and just nails it with the, the spear. And then he goes underneath it, and he's actually underneath it. So this, I cut this in here. This is kind of a really emotional scene where uh, the dragon finds her young, um, killed by him, by Galen. Yeah, this is... And oh, he, I'm pissed. And she's pissed. And she screams. And she'll come up through this hole. She's not happy. And this really looked really good. Again, this this rivals stuff today. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Actually, what? that uh, film director, uh, Guillermo del Toro, that's his favorite movie dragon alongside uh, the dragon Maleficent. So. Well, I've got one last one that I'd like to share. It's uh, from uh, Battleship. Or not Battleship. Uh, Avatar. It's the battle scene uh, in Avatar. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll that right now. Uh, it's where they're, uh, where they've uh, uh, just destroyed the the, the tree, the, yeah. the, the and and they're they're going in for uh, to to bomb, and they've got um, a uh, what do they call him? An insurgent? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> but this, but the sense of scale here and the lighting is just really. I mean, the realism of this. It's just you actually see the guy, the the colonel. And he's my favorite character in the movie. I have to say, uh, this this uh, colonel here. Yeah. Uh, he's a badass. He he's just does what he's told. I I mean, it's just really played well, and uh, he. Uh, I mean, you can actually see his face sticking out of the out of the uh, out of the craft as it's crashing down. You know, and his arms on fire, and it, you can actually see his arm on fire as as the ship is spinning around here. Really? It's coming up here in a second. Boy, your attention to detail is amazing. Well, it's so cool because, okay, so he's going to throw this thing. It's going to explode, and you'll actually see him. He's hanging out the window, and, and it's just beautiful. Here, here it comes. 
So that deals a death blow to uh, to the uh, craft. He's falling. You can actually see him right there. Oh wow, I did. Yeah, and his shoulders on, and he comes in, his shoulders on fire. It's just really great. I mean, and you know, this this movie was it's really interesting. Uh, you know, people think it's actually hard to tell how much is CG and how much is real uh, live action, and uh, it's really uh, the movie is sixty percent. Uh, live action, forty percent CG. If you know, that's a, that's a pretty pretty hefty ratio. Uh, but it took four, uh, four years to make um, from pre-production to release, and I guess there's going to be a, another couple coming out here in the next uh, year or two. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess but James he, Cameron's going to have uh, people in water. That's that's the rumor. So he gets his mech suit on, jumps out, and this is this is basically the the, the final giant, you know, spectacle battle uh, before. Um, before the, the 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 colonel, I think he's a colonel, gets killed uh, with a, I think it's a bow and arrow from uh, from the female. <laughs> How's he breathing? Is he still in? Oh, he is still in there. <laughs> it's before it's broken. Yeah, just very cool. Yeah, great, great shot. Yeah, that's 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 a, a feast for the eyes as well. Well, let's uh let's go into uh, some uh, mail since I was going to show you some th- the thing. One of my other favorites of all time. Darn it. Um, yeah, part we'll, three. We'll have to do part two. <laughs> okay. Or, or, or part three. Yeah, whatever. Yes, yeah. Well, uh, let's go ahead and talk about um, some uh, comments that uh, have come in from the mailbag. Uh, this was uh, uh, a comment made on our award-winning uh, short film, The Legend of Crab Fair. Uh, it was created by uh, uh, SUP Infocom in France. And uh, it's, it's, of course, it's about a giant crab. Uh, but he says, watching this while eating crab. Well, very, very good, no one. Uh, thank, thank you for your comment. And uh, we have a couple uh, videos with some lobsters in there. So maybe you should watch those. That's too. funny. That's <laughs> We've got another comment. And this was uh, from our, uh, on our, one of our recent podcasts, uh, number 2147. What are the best moments in CGI? CGI moments in film, I should say. Uh, and Tyler Babb uh, just wants us a uh, comment and said, love the episode, guys. Bravo. Hey, thanks, Tyler. We, we appreciate your comments and we appreciate you uh, checking out our channel and, and listening to uh, tuning into the podcast. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing. Yes. Uh, share the word. so much. You? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll read the last one. Um, same, same podcast, 2147. And this is uh, Mikey Kuhn. And says, uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, six years uh, subscribed to our channel. And so thanks so much for being a loyal fan and subscriber to our channel. So he says, uh, quality wise, question mark, uh, probably the best is the one you did not even note, notice. Oh, the nowadays, CGI, yeah. Yeah, no, nowadays CGI and VFX are too much uh, and, and dominant. And he, he can't really enjoy something like Marvel's Avengers or Transformers. Uh, and less is more in his hum- humble opinion. Yeah, very and a very good example at twenty nine minute twenty nine forty seven of the Reverend, Revenant, excuse me, um, where I was describing the the bear attack. He says a great example. Totally agrees. Uh, it's a quality moment, and uh, personally, he does uh, admire the original Tron movie. Um, it's one of his all time favorites, and when it comes to style and CGI, and just imagine it was it was all completed in nineteen eighty two. Pretty amazing. Back when we were just children, little children. Yes. Well, hey, thanks again for being a part of our podcast today. We enjoyed talking to you and answering Bianca's question. What are your favorite, uh, favorite movie effects moments? Uh, we hope and, uh, you had a good time and learned something about each of our personal favorite movie effects, as well as some inside information you may not have even known about these films. Uh, do us a favor and let us know what you think about this podcast in the comments section below. 
give it a like and a pass it around, uh, especially if you enjoyed it or found it valuable in some way. We really read all of your comments and we'll take the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, because we're working hard to make our podcast better and you can uh, help us out uh, to do that. Absolutely. And we do do a brand new episode of the CG Insider podcast every week and we discuss the different topics relating to the business and the art as well as the craft of CGI animation and digital effects as well as other interesting and related subjects that, that you guys bring to our attention. Uh, let us know about some of the questions you have about CGI or whatever. Uh, it's easy just to head over, like uh, Sean said, to our website, cgbros.com, uh, up to the About Us uh, menu and to the Ask Us Anything tab like Bianca did. It's, it's that easy. We know we're both looking forward to seeing you back here for next week's podcast where we'll be answering a related question, kind of related. Uh, what are the most car commercials, uh, why are most car commercials made with CGI? They're, they're all made with CGI, most of them? What? I guess so. Yes, they uh, are. So let's look forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you here next week. Take care. Well, that's it for today. We hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, what are your favorite movie FX? Thanks for being with us. If you watched us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please give us a thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment, too, because we might share it on a future podcast and mention you by name. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free. And ring the bell so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. If you're listening to us on our audio-only version, please leave a comment. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends that they, too, can enjoy the audio-only version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Learn more about us by going to our website, thecgbros.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode, when the CG Bros will answer the question, why are most car commercials made with CGI? This has been episode 2148 of the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.